Welcome to Upholding Matters, a podcast devoted to talking about what matters. Now, I was raised to believe that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness were things that mattered. And certainly they are the unalienable rights that Jefferson wrote about in the Declaration of Independence. We will talk about how to uphold them, how they hold us up, and why that matters. Welcome to Upholding Matters. I'm your host, David Paul. Hey, show 53, season two, show three. You know, it's incredible. I have had a great time doing this, and I'm learning about what to say. What what do I want to say? And I injected a few words, words of the week, and then we didn't do it. And today I have two. Appreciated. Well, we all like to be appreciated. And miracle. And Miracles are something fantastic that you didn't expect to happen. I watched a uh, piece today. It was uh, hyped on the Internet. Tony Robbins and uh, another guy that teaches you stuff. I never liked him much. He's kind of shifty in his sales approach. Tony Robbins, he, he does well. I mean, he helps people develop. And he learned how to do it over a long period of time. So. Good job. So he was talking about, and he qualified it by saying that when he says it, people think it's a little weird. But he said something like, our world is ruled by invisible forces. And so we have all these things. That's true gravity and electromagnetism. And all the things that are really beyond our Attention, or not totally, but you know, so that's true in our emotional forces that lay hidden and unknown. And in upholding matters, I think it is critically important to be in the right mind to help uphold what it is we're trying to keep up, which is the United States of America its role in the world, certainly to protect the entire world. And I don't mean that in a way where we're the boss and you do it all for us. There's, you know, I mean, it has never seemed to me to be a uh, plan you could take into the future. You know, it's, uh, I love, I love quotes and Einstein's or one of them said, Einstein said that, you can't have 150 supreme admirals. Forgive me on that quote, but somebody said you can't have 180 supreme admirals all steering the earth in a different direction. And that's about how many countries there are, and some have more sway. But the United States of America turned out in the world, and you can, you know, look at the history and understand how certain things turned a certain way and we were certainly in the right place at the right time with the right equipment and people and vision and it's it's a fascinating world and 
I'm not sure anybody could know the full complexity of everything that goes on or certainly understand it in real time as a thing that you would be able to predict or even count on. But that's what's hard about these times. I mean, the president, our president, is steering us in a direction that it's off the rails, in my opinion. It just really doesn't help to know that there are just so many things that seem almost beyond our control. Uh, this Mueller report, now, just today, people are, uh, newspapers are publishing that Robert Mueller wrote letters to Barr and Congress, and one of the lady senators running for president got Barr in the hearings the other day to admit that she should just contact Mueller and ask him. So that's what they're doing. They kind of used his own words, and so we're going to get the report. We're going to get Mueller to stand there, sit there, I should say, and tell the truth. And he'll be compelled to tell the truth. And it'll be, it'll be fascinating because it turns out that what he's telling Barr in these letters is that what this guy Barr has been representing all this time is nothing what's in the report, that they had prepared summaries that could have been released, were fully redacted, Mueller's team. And that's what they thought was going to happen. And Barr jumped in and did all his hocus pocus. And it's just, you know, it's unconscionable. When you think about, well, it's like our country is just off the rails. I don't know if anybody's been in an auto accident. Forgive me if I dredge up bad memories, but any accident. You know, there's that time when you're falling off your bike, even, that you know you're going to fall, and you haven't fallen yet. Yeah, this is going to be very quick. Uh, you're skidding, and you know you're going to hit something, and you haven't done it yet. And these moments can be very brief, seem to last forever, and very filled with sense. A sense of, oh, oh you know, <laughs> oh. That's kind of like it is now, where it's just sliding, 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 and... The Attorney General of the United States, everybody knew it. He wrote a letter saying that, you know, he kind of thinks the president, chief executive, has total power. And they put him in there anyway, and now he's doing this, and it just makes it hard because these are the cogs, the wheels of government that are now being co-opted and taken over that are supposed to be independent. And that's what's really frightening if anybody realizes what that means. And I see these people that know the prosecutors and the intelligence professionals on TV and some of this stuff, I can tell it frightens them. I can tell that step by step by step, they've been on this bizarre journey with all of us that they're incredulous. They cannot believe that this is happening. And that was way back before 12 other things happened that no one could believe could happen. So, Barr was a ringer. He was in there, and you cannot tell anybody anything. 
doesn't want to hear it, a Trump supporter. I mean, Trump's doing his stuff. Everybody's running around like claiming exoneration and investigations over and no one's going to talk about really what the findings were and they're trying to squash it and they won't comply with subpoenas from Congress. It's, it's a free for all and we're right in the middle of it. God bless us because America goes on and I say this before I have said this before and you know, different different ways, but we're in a good spot in that you know, everyone else is not doing as well as we are. So when things tighten up and stuff hits the fan, I mean people that have like second hand clothes and stuff will cash in because if the mills stop and the goods stop flowing and people have to have their own gardens and it's going to be a lot of pain, but we're pretty good. We're situated to recover and run our cars on the methanol from our trash that decays. We can do that right now. Methanol is so clean burning that all the cars, and I've seen these neat electric bicycles online recently, and even a electric gas or methane engine you know, we have the ingenuity. We have this stuff right now. I mean, it exists. There are fantastic things that exist that solar panels to charge your electric, whatever they are. And yeah, you don't have to worry about a cross-country trip because that would be pretty treacherous in a Mad Max type future. But locally, everybody would be good. And there you go with the Tony Robbins and the invisible forces because... These are human forces, and we're so lucky to have lived in a time where there was just so much order and consistency, and you look at places like Argentina and Venezuela, a lot of these places used to have pretty good standards of living and are experiencing horrors. I mean, it's almost like the Mad Max for those people, some of them, a lot of them, I was just talking about here that I realized that it would be still hard to get Americans to subscribe to the notion that that could happen. I don't like to do it, and I soften it by saying we'll deal with it. But climate change and all these things eventually, they have to be addressed. I think we will address them. And I'm going to start next segment talking about the bud. You know, I've talked about John, and today's the bud's birthday. He's on the board of the church, and he is one of my longest friends, and he's a Taurus, and it's his birthday. And he had a big impact on my early life. I, I like having friends that I've known a long time. That's supposed to be your family, but... I still have a sister and an aunt. My brother's kind of fallen off the world and into his own thing. I do miss him. But the world is what it is. And I suffer every day from world unraveling dissociative disorder. 
what the heck is happening. Well, we're going to uphold what we can. back to Upholding Matters. I'll tell you what, I'm pretty excited because today is Law Day. International Law Day of some sort, but locally we had a Law Day out at the fairgrounds and the theme was free speech, free press, free society. And basically they had three young people, high school students, they gave their take on what free speech, free press, and free society means. It was pretty inspiring because I think all three of the participants mentioned life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we get there with the law. The law is our constitution. Our constitution is the structure that holds us up. So when we uphold matters... The best thing we can do is keep our promise to the Constitution and defend this country against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Which brings me to today's, well, I almost said most shocking, but it's not shocking at all. Donald Trump had a one-hour phone conversation with Vladimir Putin. And, of course, there was no one there to take notes or preserve the record of that from our American president talking to an adversary. We know about it, again, like when he had the guys into the Oval Office and made fun and called Comey a nut job and said he'd taken care of the Russian thing. And So today we have a situation where he just talked to Putin and told him about the investigation. He never told him to lay off the election. And I think that's the thing that's most shocking. The Mueller report is laced with all the ways that, all the contacts that the Trump campaign had with Russia and all the help they got. And, you know, Trump will not, condemn Russia or even say to the reporters that he told them in the phone conversation to stop meddling our election. So that's what the Mueller report is full of, all these things. And you remember yesterday, the girl that was the spy for Russia and infiltrated the NRA and was going to be a back channel. And this is just modern espionage evolved. Got a question of Trump about Russia policy at a NRA event. It's it's really it's 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 crazy. So, but she got eighteen months, and I don't know if anybody else. Michael Cohen got more time, Manafort, but with some of the slaps on the wrist that came out, this is a pretty significant sentence for no collusion. So, I met a guy today. 
I like them, and he volunteers. And, you know, this law day, I'll talk a little bit about it. But my new friend, Jim, he works, you know, part-time volunteers for an NRA friends organization that gives scholarships to young students. So, I mean, they're helping people develop. And he's not directly affiliated with the NRA, but he helps promote Second Amendment causes, which I totally support. So, but the NRA was back-channeling and everybody was used and there is just not an effort put forward by our president to make sure that nothing like this happens again. Of course, Hillary talked about how our government is doing it when I saw her yesterday, and that reassured me because some of these people in our government, the computer cyber people that go after other cyber criminals, they're there. They're still working. They haven't forgot their pledge to the Constitution to defend it, and they go about doing that. So, all in all, pretty good, I guess. So I promised to tell you about my Bud Terry. And I've been very fortunate in life to have many good friends and many best friends in a way. Because in certain ways, certain times, friends have helped get through certain things that might not have gone as smoothly without their help. Like my buddy George, and this is funny about Terry and John, they're all Tauruses. So a lot of my best friends are Tauruses. But George is a Trump man. And I don't think, you know, like, I didn't think there could be a problem with my brother. But there is, and... I'm not saying it breaks the bond, but it just makes it harder to trust any, you know, him to be around. So, but that happens when somebody has done somebody wrong. And like with George and Trump, well, we've been friends forever. You know, we've been friends since kindergarten. I mean, that's, that's a crazy long time. And I guess we could sit down and, I don't know, have a hamburger or whatever. Probably not talk about Trump. But he's a solid Trump man. He knows I'm not. And, you know, that's just best not talked about. But back to the bud. He's the kind of guy that, that's Terry. He, uh, he doesn't pay a lot of attention to politics. So, he, you know, he's kind of like right in the middle. And John, I don't know where he's at. I don't think he would like Trump, but I haven't been able to talk to him in 20 years. So, you know, Terry used to love to ride motorcycles, and he had two of them, and he let me ride one. That's how I learned to ride, and he's a good friend. And now he's just older, and his birthday he went to to see the uh, new movie, the Avengers movie. 
and he had to sit there a long time, but he does that on his birthday. And he found out CBC oils don't really, CBD, forgive me, oils don't really cut it. So he had to rely on other things, and I get that. We try to tell him that when it comes out on disc, we'll get it, because I can never sit through a movie, especially a very long one, without having to get up and stretch or use the bathroom. or It's just not conceivable at this point in my life to sit straight through. I went to an NAACP meeting one night and had to sit in a hard chair through this too long of a documentary. And I toughed it out. But if you're home, you want to be comfortable. So, so it's hard to pursue happiness unless you're comfortable. That's my motto. I don't even know what that means. I do know that two things are happening. Next week, we're going to see if Mueller will appear, if anybody will respond from the administration, Don McGahn or anyone else, to the subpoenas. And there's going to be a lot of fireworks that mimic a little bit what happened with Nixon. You know, he refused to give stuff up and... Then there were rulings and court rulings. So we'll see if any of that goes on. And then, of course, I'm coming up on the 5575 anniversary. There was a miracle that day for me. And it ties into some of this other business with veterans and the problems they're facing. And we'll have to get into that next time. So... Uphold our great country when you can and open your mind to the truth and try not to be overwhelmed by the nonsense. It's it's difficult for me, but Law Day helped. It lifted my spirits and saw a lot of friends and participating civically is a good medicine. And you keep it fun. And that's really the best way. We'll get through this, America. I can't wait till next time. Good night. Mm-hmm.